is tears. And there you are. You're running for your life. You're a shooting star. And all the years, no one knows just how hard you want to. But now it shows in one shining moment. It's all on the line. In one shining moment, they're frozen in time. All right, here we go. So, bottom line, right? Bottom line is we are 36 and 24 which is 60%. So what you do is, I bet 500 bucks on each game. So 500 bucks is times 36 is $18,000. Now I lost an average of $450. So 450 times 26 is $11,700. So 11,000 minus 18,000 is $6,300. Watching basketball, so the, the, the value of my time watching basketball wasn't just the entertainment value. It's $6,300 that pays for gasoline for my wife, Anna. But I've been getting profit like this since 2011. When I told Anna, hey, I made about, you know, $6,000. She's like, what? Come on, that's pennies. I'm like, come on. There's hungry kids in the Ukraine talking about pennies. And I'm watching basketball. Come on. So that, that, was, that was the argument. But she has all the things paid, all the stuff, right? And she has a high-paying job. She's a psychotherapist in charge of six clinics in Orange County. One of the richest counties in the world. MBA, securities licenses. There's my MBA back there, securities licenses. Five net worth, $50 million. They hate sports. So it's about collaboration. The Ukraine, right? We're collaborating with them with S300 tanks so they can blow stuff up. So I could not have made $6,000 this year if things changed. I probably would have been at 40% instead of 60%. I'm usually at 70%, but a lot of distractions, you know, at, like a pandemic, and the start of World War III. So we're going to go around with the guys that have helped me collaborate. There's people that follow me that don't follow Dylan, thanking Dylan for picks. <laughs> that, that's how far this collaboration is going. And this is just the start. Like there we go, yeah. <laughs> this is not the end. This is the beginning right this is the end of the beginning all right so thanks guys we got dylan kelly st john's university finance major senior year we're, we're giving him what real world stuff right philosophy laws using business and financial concepts but to make money now so he can take all the fine girls at st john's university well, the other guys are going out for pizza. He's getting filet mignon at expensive restaurants over there in Queens <laughs> with sports big picks. Then we got uh, we got diversity on here, right? People, again, they get diversity wrong. They, they look at uh, race, 
They look at gender. They look at disability. It's more than that. It's race, gender, age, age, region, right? So we got in Billings, Montana, professional football player, veteran of the CFL, arena. You're going to see him in the NFL, Shad Nolan, Billings, Montana, right? And then you have up in the Northeast, uh, Scott, Scott Cove from Boston, getting us all the Boston knowledge. So what are your first thoughts? We'll go around, we'll go Dylan, Chad, then Scott. Yeah, I mean, this is pretty much all you can ask for as a college basketball fan, a true blue blood Final Four. So uh, I'm super excited for these games tonight. I got a couple of uh, prop picks that I've been uh, looking into as well today. So uh, we uh, have a little more action as opposed to just the spreads and totals tonight. So I'll share those later too. Right, like the Super Bowl. The, the Final Four is really like the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. There are props. And there are certain things that uh, basketball junkies, as I'm reminded, uh, like to talk about, right? Especially in dome stadiums. What are your first thoughts, Chad? Yeah, man, I, it's it's going to be a fun day of basketball. Um, you know, going to enjoy it with some some family and friends later on here today. And uh, man, just talking with you guys this morning, I really like some stuff we talked about. You know, some first half unders we talked about. Um, I think could be big plays and. You know, they're definitely going to open up the card today a little bit more from just um, the sides and the, the totals. You're looking at some first half unders as well. So go ahead, Scott. Yeah, this is, you know, I'm excited for tonight. So basketball uh, fans dream, uh, basketball coaches dream to sit back and watch these four really, really legendary coaches. If you think about three of the four, actually. Um, and Hubert Davis is Roy Williams. So, you know, right. Carolina blue, the blood goes for a far back. But you got, you got Krzyzewski, Jay Wright, Bill Self, right. Hubert Davis slash Rory Williams. So you really, really have the, the cream of the crop in coaching um, in this, in this final four. So this should be very exciting. Tonight. Yeah. The far, farthest I got was high school basketball, but guys on my high school team, Played in the NBA, the kids are in the NBA. Was an assistant coach for a team. Always in the NCAA uh, tournament. And from a basketball junkie standpoint, you look at that North Carolina driven not offense, that motion backdoor offense, man. That's been running my whole entire life. Running that offense going to be. And then you got Chesky. Chesky has evolved, right? Ninety-five percent of people cannot change, and all these guys, the guy that's changed the least. I would say is uh, Bill Salt. But uh, Jay Wright has changed, but not with an injury. He's going to go back to Raleigh Massimino. Raleigh Massimino's not going to be far. I'm sure they'll pan to Raleigh Massimino, try to keep the game, the score close. But uh, Chad and I last year made a lot of money. Pac-12 basketball betting on Remy Martin in Arizona State covering spreads. Remy Martin averaging 40 points a game with Arizona State. He wanted to go pro. He goes pro. The scouts start crapping on him. Uh, they told him, you're not even going to be drafted. Uh, we're going to talk to you so you can go to the Ukraine, go play basketball on the Ukraine-Russian border. <laughs> Either that. Or trying to go, he finagled himself with his dad into going to Kansas. 
And right when he went to Kansas, I'm like, whoa, because Bill Self, right? He knows the calculus. He knows exactly what he needs to win the Big 12 championship. That's all he wants to do. He makes $5 million a year building the Big 12 championship. Now you add Remy Martin into that calculus, suddenly you got a Final Four team. Suddenly you got a team that might win a national title because he has his team set. And on top of that, you have Remy Martin. And he's old school, right? You talk about coaching. He has uh, structure, right? He has a very rigid structure. So Remy Martin's not starting. He's coming off the bench because the guy that wins him Big 12 titles. Uh, we're talking about teams in college football, right? You win a lot of money knowing which teams are developmental teams, which teams are blue blood teams, and which Hall of Fame coaches like Nick Saban can do both. Develop talent. But also do a blue black guy and get him into the NBA. So you have both things. And you're talking about business. Yeah. And the other part of it is that the NCAA, we talk about it in the horse racing true crime. There's a difference between regulations and you being convicted of a crime and going through the justice system, right? It has nothing to do with morality or whatever, it has to do with the will. Of whatever jurisdiction you're in, goes to goes to Saudi Arabia, another jurisdiction where the FBI and the judges are being like, Josh, what does it have to do with this front four game? What it has to do is that Bill Self is under NCAA investigation over the paid off FBI selective prosecution. Did not prosecute Bill Self, but Bill Self is convincing the NBA that he had no idea where uh, he had no idea that his players were being paid, even though they were driving Bentleys around in Lawrence, Kansas. <laughs> so this might be the last time Bill Self is out of front of four. That means that he's going to put some extra stuff in. With the Villanova guy hurt, with Remy Martin on, that's why I'm going with Raleigh Massimino, that strategy, the hurt players keeping the game under, but Kansas, I'm putting $500 on Kansas minus three and a half, $500 on Kansas minus 200, and $500 on the under. We we'll use the same order. We'll go Dylan, Chad, and Scott. What do you guys think? Yeah, um, I like I love the logic with Kansas. Obviously, um, like you said, Bill Self has the team this year to uh, potentially win the whole whole thing but um i'm gonna go the opposite way on this pick um i don't necessarily think that they'll win the game outright for sure but i think uh jay wright and villanova will be able to do enough defensively to um keep themselves um within the four points when it comes down to it and um just the villanova's um free throw shooting and their defense i think they're not gonna let this game get away from them kansas has gotten off to some slow starts in this tournament i think villanova could jump on them early and then once Villanova's up, it's hard to um, kind of take the lead back from them. And so that's something that I would worry about with uh, with Kansas, just because Villanova can control the pace of play so solid defensively and at the free throw line. So I'm going to take Villanova with the four, but um, I, don't, I, I don't mind the Kansas money line play. That, yeah. That way you cover your, your, cover your backside on everything. Yeah, I'm, I I don't mind the Kansas money line play either, but I'm going here. Uh, I got Nova plus four and a half. 
Um, I think Nova is going to be able to kind of play that defense and slow this game down. I know we all like the under. Um, so this game, you know, going to be a little lower scoring. Man, Nova, you know, best free throw shooting team in the history of college basketball right now. Um, and they're on pace for, you know, I think they, I think they shot 100% last game from, from free throw, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think Nova is, is, can keep this one close here. I, I also like the first half under in this game a lot. I think Nova, with that injury they got to, is really going to slow this pace down. Um, you know, this is going to be a very low, you know, 55 to 58 possessions probably game. Um, also, a prop bet that I just saw in this one that I really, really like that I think will come through is um, the largest lead in the game to be under 14 and a half points. Um, you know, it's juiced up to like minus 140, but I don't see either team getting a 14 point lead in this game at all. Um, I think that's a really good prop here to keep under 14 and a half. Uh, I, I think this game, I don't think either team gets a 10 point lead in this one. Honestly, I think maybe seven or eight is, is probably the, the biggest lead we see throughout this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, I, I like that minus 140 um, for the largest lead by either team to be under 14 and a half. I think it's a really good problem here. Yeah. And before yeah. we move on, um, I'm just going to throw in two more. I have a couple of player props for this game. I just want to chime in with, um, I have uh, Jalen Wilson over seven and a half rebounds and Eric Dixon over eight and a half points. The Dixon one I'm more confident in. Um, the last time Justin Moore was out against UConn, Dixon tallied 24 points. Um, I, I'd expect to see a lot of pick and roll action from him and Gillespie today. And I think Dixon will be able to um, get to the free throw line. He can hit the three. I'd expect him up around 14 points today. And then as far as Jalen Wilson with the rebounds, um, Villanova is so solid and everything, but rebounding, especially they're not super dominant. And um, in the last three games, Jalen Wilson's pulled down 36 boards over the last three games. And um, Villanova, as we've seen, they've gone through stretches in this tournament. Well, it'll be like five minutes. They won't score. I think there'll be enough opportunity for Jalen Wilson to uh, get to eight boards. Yeah. In this game, uh, possessions are going to be in an, uh, probably an all-time premium. I don't see either team shooting the ball with more than eight seconds left on the shot clock, especially Villanova, especially with this yep. injury to Justin Moore. I, I'm big on the under. I think any under that you can get, first half under, second half under, total under, I think you should seriously look at, especially total under and first half under for sure. Um, I like Kansas. I think this injury is going to be too much for Villanova to overcome. Um I just think there'll be too much Remy Martin in this game. Um, I, I think uh, Villanova will have a tough time handling them. I think once he gets on a roll shooting, I think the basket becomes a, a, like a trash can size to him. And I think he just hits and hits and hits. So uh, Remy Martin's going to be the difference in this game. I think Kansas is going to win this game by six or seven points. And I'm big on the what Chad gave for a prop. I'm big on that too. With possessions being low and the game – Scoring being low, neither team is going to get more than a more than a ten point lead. I, I don't think it's juiced up to minus one forty five under fourteen and a half, but I think that that's worth it, definitely. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. That that's definitely worth it. Dylan, what was so? What was the I, what was the, I, the over with the points? You, you had Jordan oh, okay. oh um Eric Dixon. That was over eight and a half. So I, I, I think it's gonna Kansas is gonna win the game. Kansas is gonna cover. 
and it's definitely going under. Under first half, under total game, and under the 14 and a half uh, prop that Chad gave. I like all those. So, so we're split. So so I don't know who the tiebreaker is, but we're split. We're split. We're like right down the middle here. <laughs> yep. Uh, on the game, we're split. Yeah, yeah me, and, me and you have Kansas, Josh, and, and Chad and Dylan at Villanova. Right, so my vote counts for two. <laughs> that's, a, that's a tiebreaker right there. It's I would say consensus. Or you're going to be consensus pick. I, I, I could agree to a Kansas money line consensus because I think me and Dylan both kind of like a Kansas money line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just think that, that you know, Kansas is going to win by one, two, three, or four. Right. So, I mean, Kansas money line could be a good – Kansas money line under could be our consensus. And I think we're all in the under, too. My night under minus 200. Now, this is a, this is a, an interesting factor in this game. Uh, interesting factor all the way around, right? Uh, the, the handle in New Jersey is going to be astronomical, right? So here's some inside stuff. Since the handle is going to be so astronomical in New Jersey, <laughs> wait till like a half hour before that game, yeah. and minus 200 Kansas might be minus 130. Because there's a $2 billion handle right now in New Jersey, right, in the middle of a pandemic. So now with the economy going down with every, every single person in New Jersey, right, every single person in New York, New Jersey right now is employed. So reading the Philadelphia Inquirer today, they're saying the murders are going to be up. Uh, rioting is going to be up regardless of the outcome of today's game. All those people rioting are putting money in money. I, I guarantee you, if you did a poll, about 90% of the people rioting over a Villanova game, they all bet Villanova money line, right? If you're that passionate about Villanova, right? Never bet your own team. Never bet. This is a classic example of not betting your own team. So if you're a Philadelphia resident, New Jersey resident, Villanova student, do not bet Villanova today. But they are. And it's going to be billions of dollars. We're going to benefit from it. So half hour before it, we'll monitor it. I'll monitor it do a quick live video on it, see what that line is, I can guarantee you it's going to be not minus 200. What is it now? Uh, minus four at most places. You can get a four and a half at Bet MGM and at Bet Rivers. Those two are four and a half. For so money, line, money line Kansas. Uh, one ten, minus 110. FanDuel is minus 115. For Bet MGM is minus yeah, uh, yeah, minus one fifteen on FanDuel, minus one hundred five on that, BetMGM. That, that's a market inefficiency right there. That's wrong. And Bet Rivers is minus one hundred nine. Uh, right now, I usually say not to bet the farm, but I would bet the farm. <laughs> no, you never bet more than twenty five percent of uh, your bankroll, right? So you never bet more than twenty five percent of your bankroll. So in this case, what I would do is bet. Uh, at least 15 to 20% on Kansas because Remy Martin's going to be playing against back. So you have a guy who's trying to get into the NBA. This game means millions of dollars, and yeah. he's not even playing against 
frontline players. He's playing against backups that because, uh, you know, God bless him. Everybody wants to see him in his suits. Nobody's seen his suits. Uh, Jay Wright's a control freak. So what does that mean? It means that those backups have not gotten as much time as most guys would in a normal situation with a normal coach because he's won two national titles, and now he's in a Final Four. So you can't argue with Jay Wright. I wouldn't argue with Jay Wright. I do not know not even 10% of basketball that Jay Wright knows. But to be honest, I probably can bet on sports better than Jay Wright. Jay Wright doesn't have to bet on sports. So I I really strongly suggest betting uh, the Kansas Jayhawks in this situation. And and you know he's slowed down already. Now with one of his 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 uh, top players out of the lineup, what's he going to do? He's going to slow it down even more. Keep right. it out of Kansas's hands. And uh, so that even favors more of the under. And Villanova's going to have to almost play a perfect offensive game in order to win this game. Yeah, because and I don't know if they're going to be able to. Villanova's specialty is defense. Yeah. Yep. That's another reason. That's why I was under right away. Once it came out, I got Murray three businesses and all these things going on. I was this game's going to be under because both coaches yeah. are Hall of Fame coaches, Hall of Fame defensive guys. Yeah. So, Shad, what it what is I'm going to put it here in the spreadsheet like we do everything else. What is the final outcome here as far as our consensus picks? Um, for both games, for first game, we we just got through the first game. We've been very thorough here. So, I mean, I, I, mean I, I would say consensus where Kansas money line under under 133, first half under. I mean, and then, I mean, me and like the, the Nova plus four, the plus four and a half. But, uh, you know, I do like Kansas on the money line. I, I do think Kansas wins this game. I just think it's close down the wire. Um, you know, I, I think it, it, go, it, it stays within four points. Right. I, I, I actually think that this game will get not necessarily out of control, but Kansas wins it by 10 late. So yeah. Kansas money line looks good. Under 133, Sam? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, first half under, and then I'm playing the prop, uh, the largest lead under 14 and a half. I like that one. Right. Yeah, all three props will probably get And what's the first half under? Uh. One sec. It is. I got it at sixty-one. Yep, I got it at sixty-one and a half. Okay. What did Jim's prop roll add? Those I'm. I'm personally going to bet those. Uh, once we finish the podcast. So, what are the props again, Dylan? Um, uh, Eric Dixon over eight and a half points, and then Jalen Wilson over seven and a half rebounds. The, the Dixon one, especially because he's shown that when Moore has been out of the lineup, that they turn to him. Yep. On the offensive end, so yeah, but I would one. be shocked if the Dixon one doesn't cash. Yeah, we're talking about a, a student at St. John's University. <laughs> the, the only way, the, the only way that that doesn't that that comes up short is if he gets in foul trouble early and he misses a, a substantial amount of the game. But these guys are very disciplined, so I don't yeah. don't expect that to happen. Uh, all right, nice, nice. 
Now, go to the second. This would be fun in Vegas, man, sitting there. At the end of the first game, cash all this money, buy all this food and drinks, and ready to watch game number two, which is, again, Krzyzewski's last, you know, made so much money the last couple of years in Tampa Bay playing at home in the Super Bowl, just bet Tampa Bay. Yeah. Rams playing at home in the Super Bowl, just bet the Rams. Now you have Coach K, right? Uh, and Duke University. It's like Josh. What does Duke University have to do with it? Their endowment is $17.1 billion. That's money the alumni has given the university. You're like, well, the Ukraine has gotten what? 2.1%, $2.1 billion in aid for a war. Right? So, really, let's give the Duke endowment to the Ukrainians, right? So, how much does the ref make, right? 170000 at the regular job. I look up what the regular jobs that the refs make. And then uh, Graham Honaker, I'm going to post that podcast after this with this podcast. Do you understand how much money is in college basketball? So Butler University has 2.1%, $2.1 billion in earned advertising revenue. And they were last in the Final Four over a decade ago, St. John's sitting in, in you know, in uh, New York City, right? New York City. You know the GMP for the New York City, Dylan? No. Three, three trillion dollars, which Apple, how much Apple is worth? Three trillion dollars. This is my pit people. I don't know how much things are worth. This podcast is worth a lot of money. You think about it. Trillion with a T. Russian economy, 1.7 trillion. So uh, that counts to is an equation we look at how the referees are going to be influenced in the in this game, either consciously or subconsciously, right? There's going to be a lot of pressure on them to favor Coach K in this situation. So I think it's definitely going over the 152 and a half, and I'm still undecided on the side. So we'll do the same rotation. We'll go Dylan, we'll go Chad, and Scott. What do you guys think about this the basketball game? Yeah, um, I'm going to take the underdog here again. I'm going to take UNC plus the points. Um, we talked about it on when we were previewing like, the overall tournament about how we thought the Duke players might be playing a little bit tight, a lot of pressure. And that hasn't really happened yet. But um, I, if the last time these teams played was any indication of how this game will go, I think today will be the day that we see them tighten up a little bit, especially in the beginning of the game. Um, I think North Carolina will be playing a lot more loose. And um, we, I, I had concerns about Hubert Davis at first during this tournament, but it seems like now Roy Williams is basically right at his side the whole way. So I'm not too concerned about that anymore. And um, I don't know. I think UNC, um, they have the guys to match up with Duke. And um, I think they're going to be playing a lot more loose and they'll be able to take this thing right down to the wire. I like that a lot. I, I do see it as that four being very interesting in this game. I think yeah. this four comes into play for the dog. What do you think? Yeah, so I, I, I agree with Dylan about them um, kind of being tight coming out. I, I like the first half under here, 71 and a half. Um, 
I know Scott was talking about that earlier. I do think this game really picks up in the second half and goes yeah. over. So I like the first half under. I like the full game over uh, a lot. And then on my side here, you know, I just – I'm going to go Duke Moneyline. Minus 190 is what I got it at. Um, I just I just think this is set up for Coach K to play a national championship his final year. Um, you know, I, I, I see it being close. I think North Carolina could cover the floor. I don't want to take – the four points with Duke. Um, but I think they, they, they pull out. I mean, I think this is going to be a barn burn down to the wire. And I think Duke gets the win. I think Duke gets the calls here from the refs. Um, and, and, you know, the, the, the NCAA wants Krzyzewski in the national title game in his final season. I think it's played out that way up to this point. Um, so I'm going to kind of ride that trend and, and, and expect Krzyzewski and Duke to get the calls. And that that's what the NCAA wants here um, in this spot. So, you know, especially with Roy Williams not coaching, um, you know, with still Roy Williams, you know, I, I would probably look at it different. But since, you know, we got Huber Davis in and, and Krzyzewski, I think that's uh, definitely, you know, not not equal in the NCAA's eyes. You know, Krzyzewski has, you know, been, been around forever, um, you know, just a, a complete legend in the basketball world. So um, I'm going to ride that. I think Duke on the money line. I think Duke wins this game. Um, but, yeah, with the spread here, it will be – I think it will be close. So I don't, I don't hate the uh, – North Carolina pick with the points, um, but I'm just gonna I, I, I'm gonna take Duke to win it here. Yeah, I think the NC they, they screw up a few things, but I I think they have said internally to themselves if Duke gets to the Final Four, they're winning it. Duke is in the Final Four on the money line for sure, the over on the, the game for sure, the under in the first half for sure. I think Duke is the best team overall in this Final Four field. I think the NCAA would love on Monday night at 11.30 to present Krzyzewski with the NCAA Tournament Championship Trophy, and he goes out with a winner. So I think Duke is going to win this game. Um, the four points is, is – is, Vegas did a good thing with his four points, but I'm still going to take Duke – on the side too. I think the thing you have to remember, the last home game for Krzyzewski, he get on the mic after the game and he basically apologized to everybody in the Duke community for the performance they showed at home. I think he's going to remember that. I think his players are going to remember that. I think they're going to win by six or seven. I think that Duke is on a mission right now to complete this. And I, I think they will. So I'm, I'm taking Duke all around money line side, and the over first half under with this. That's where I'm going with this game. Plus, the other thing that I saw on ESPN, great ESPN. Duke on the side, Duke. I'm taking Duke on the side. Yep. Okay. I'm taking Duke all around. Duke on the side, Duke on the money line, and uh, and, and the over. Plus, you know, Duke, since Coach K has got there, it's 15 49 against Carolina. Duke has scored 7,784 points in 99 games. North Carolina scored 7,763 points. So this has been a close rivalry throughout. I think it's going to be a close game, but I think Duke can pull it out by five or six. I think free throws in the last minute, minute and a half are going to, going to tell the difference in this game. So, All right. So I'll do three sides on this again. Uh, I'll go Duke money line, but I am going to go with North Carolina plus the four points. Made it by a point, making it a five. And I'm going – what's the over-under right now? 
Because I, I took already over 152. 152 and a half it is right now. Right. Over, right? And you're going over or you're going under that? I'm going oh. over. Over. It's going over on that? Yeah, I'm going over. Yep. Uh, you're on mute. My bad. Um, I'm a little iffy on that. I think it might stay under if they get off to a slow enough start. But um, I, if these teams are rolling the way they have been, it should hit the over. I'm just a little bit more skeptical because of how they know each other, these teams. If they come in with the right defensive game plans to slow each other down, I'm a little skeptical on that. Right. I, did, I, I think I did. the first half is going to be iffy. For the right. Both going to make adjustments. Right. Know each other so well. You can kind of anticipate, okay, this is the adjustment we'll make. Yeah, you know, a, a, a better strategy here might just to play the first half under and then play the second half over versus the full game over because you might get a better number. You know, if you, you might you might get a 148, 149, you know, if it, you know on that second half over um, than playing the full game. I don't know. That's something that just crossed my mind. I'm gonna probably, I'm probably gonna think about doing that versus playing the whole game over. Play that first half under, and then, and then, because then you know that that'll set up the number in the second half to be a better number. If that first half does, like Dylan's saying, if it does get too slowed down, um, that would be a good way to kind of combat that and, and get a better number in the second half for the second half over. Yeah, second half over the game over because these are two juggernaut offenses, coach. So, Offensive coach in the North Carolina offense, backdoor play. So the two things you have to remember is the two games they played this season, the game has been in the 160s total. Mm -hmm. So that's one. Defenses have not shown up in either game. Number two, it has dropped the three and a half at a, at a at points bet. So you might want to wait until the final four starts and then bet it because it might go from four down to like two and a half. And yeah, definitely look at what you want to pick and then yeah. see the lines in the last half hour. It's not going up. It's not going to go up. It's it's probably going to go down. So Which makes we'll it easier to be over. Right. right. Or what Vegas is thinking, right? Where Vegas, because if Vegas thinks it's going to go over, then they're going to change the line. Yeah. They might yeah. go up for no irrational reason. Right. All right, so what's this consensus pick? Well, Duke on the money line. Is a consensus. Right. Duke on the money line. I think Duke, Duke, I think the game over I think is is a unanimous, not a unanimous, but that's a consensus as well. Like first, the first half under, too. And the know. first half under is another consensus. So, yeah. Well, first half under, there's going to be so many people that I know personally who are basketball junkies that are going to bet the first half under just because it's a dome stadium. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and, and it, it is hit every single time, including last year at the Lucas Oil Dome. All those games went under. Yeah, there's no there's, backdrop. So if you're a basketball coach or whatever, there's no shooting background in back of these baskets. Right. So these guys are running in a huge dome, and they think the basket is moving backwards. <laughs> They're running toward the basket. So when they shoot, they don't have the perception and shooting is right. not very good. It takes a while to adjust to it. So that's why I'm saying, that's why we're all saying it's going to be under in the first half because the shooting percentage probably is going to be in the 20s for both teams in the first half. And if I know that's what else, I he's going to start the game going to the post. Yeah. Yeah. 
the smartest move you can make is going into the post. Right, and I would do triple screens for half of the game and have the guy put his head down and try to dunk it. If yeah. you don't get the dunk, you get fouled. Right? So, yeah. So, consensus pick is Duke, money line, uh, under first half, over for the game. Do you have any props on this, Dylan? Yeah, I do. I got two for you. Um, I've got – one sec. Um, Baycott, under 12.5 rebounds. Um, I think this line's a little bit inflated. He's been a monster on the boards um, in this tournament, but against Duke this year, in the first matchup, he grabbed five. In the second, he only got seven. So in, in two games, he didn't even get to over 12.5. And I also think the way that Duke will attack the paint, it could um, could put him on the bench early if he gets into foul trouble, which will then really force this to go under. And then I also like uh, Jeremy Roach to get o- over nine and a half points. Um, having my notes here, like Duke only plays six guys, so there should be a lot of opportunity in what could be a high-scoring game here. Um, Roach has been averaging 12.8 in the tournament, so I think Vegas may be a little below on his point total. Nice. Here and um, I think UNC is going to be game planning for some of like the bigger names on Duke and Roach might be someone that flies under the radar a little bit here. I like that a lot. Yeah, and I think what Krzyzewski's probably going to do is try to get Baycott or Manic out of the game early. You're right. Yeah, I think that's what that's what the goal is in this game. Yep. So look for a lot of inside with, stuff, Duke. With these teams targeting each other, just knowing everything about equipment in the offseason, already playing twice. Yep. Like Dylan saying, they're going to try to come up with a surprise. Okay. Which is one guy who didn't really go through the game that we're going to surprise him with this time? Remember, these are all NBA bound, five star McDonald's All Americans. Yep. Right. Yep. You know, so anybody, even a guy off the bench, we didn't even know of, is a five star McDonald's All American who can come in and have a big game. You never know. Bucky Dent. For a source, source spot, Scott Bucky, a Bucky Dent type guy comes Bucky, out of nowhere. Bucky bleeping Dent. <laughs> All right, man. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. We'll post it as a podcast for everybody. Post the pics on Twitter. And we'll use the same rotation, man. Final words, man. What do you guys think? Go Dylan, Chad, then Scott. Yeah, no, I just can't wait for these games to get rolling. I think we got some good props put out there. I love the sides we got, the consensus picks. So I think it should be another day of making some money with college basketball. Nice. Paying for gas, paying for inflation. What do you think, Chad? Yeah, man, I like it. I yeah, just, just, for, I, just for the uh, just for the alliteration. I'm a British lit major. Chippy Chad. A little chippy out there. Body slamming uh, defensive backs there in the arena league. Chippy so, uh, yeah, I mean, we got. I think we got some props to be made today, man. I yeah, 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 Dylan's on fire with those props. I love these picks, man. I think these first half unders are going to be really good. Um, I really like that fourteen and a half under for the largest margin um, in that first game today. I think that's a great prop, um, man. I just I see profit today, man, and, and that that's all we're after is some profit. So profit, exactly. Yeah, I think every every. Thing that we we've done in this NCAA tournament, and even if you go back to the NFL stuff, including the playoffs, has been gold. So I, I think this is no exception. I think we've made profit every day of the NCAA tournament, which is which is hard to do, and we've done it. So, especially yeah. not two two years in a row, you got to win this, Chad. Yeah, 
Yeah. So so take these profits. Take these picks into account and uh, you know heavily accounted and go to the window and, and bet them because I think you'll you'll turn up huge profits. So right, you haven't caught up to us yet. Uh, we'll never catch up to us. <laughs> <laughs> because we make adjustments. What worked last year, obviously didn't work this year. We got a lower percentage. We're looking at that. We made the same amount of money in NFL football season at around 60%, but that's because we had an extra week. Yeah. Now we want to keep the same percentage as before the same year. But 76% in the playoffs is outrageous. Outstanding. It's obscene, right? So 58% at 12, 58%. Conference tournament still profit usually at seventy percent. Not complaining. Now we're at sixty percent going into the final four. You don't have to pay Action Sports or anybody any money. Just use our logic. Collaborate with us. Give us ideas. We give you ideas. We collaborate. Like the weapons going to the Ukraine. Collaborate with us, NATO, right? And like Winston Churchill said, you make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESBC podcast, Final Four edition. That's why this one cost $800, and that goes to it. And I don't know what that cost, I'm just shaking the work. That's why I'm wearing a suit and roll my butt, and I get a limousine sometimes.